Look at us. Look at us. We're just a couple of rural gals trying to create community and entertain. I'm Courtney. And I'm Annalise. And we're Egg's most okayest farm girls. Grab a drink. We're here to help. Courtney, look at us. Hello. Just look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. (laughs) Not not me. (laughs) But I am so glad we're doing this. I'm a little bit of a nervous Nelly. I'm not going to lie to you. I did suck down a Bloody Mary pretty fast. I wish I had a Bloody Mary right now or 10. I can make a mean. After what we just went through. <laughs> we did. We did have a little a little bit of technical difficulties, but we're here. And I should make you a Bloody Mary because I got to tell you, I can make a mean Bloody Mary. If you are listening right now, get out your pen and paper or get out your Bloody Mary ingredients because I'm going to tell you how I do it right here, right now. The secret is do it. fill that cup with the ice and then a healthy dose of vodka. Then you're going to do half Zing Zang, half Clamato, because I don't like it too thick, right? I don't want to like have to chew it. So you do half and half. Then I have this forest floor like spicy seasoning mix I put in there and then some pickle juice, a pickle, beef stick, you know, all the snacks. And then you uh, squirt in some lime juice and that is where the magic happens. Oh, hell yeah. Love me a good Bloody Mary. I know. It's a true delight. I'm so glad we're doing this. We have microphones. We have things to say. We're just excited to, I don't know, build our community, like share with people, connect with people. Look, being a rural woman is tough and we want to connect people and have a good laugh. Heck yeah. I think we've both thought about starting a podcast in the past. I don't know about you, but I've just been kind of waiting for the right time with the right person. And then you asked me and I was like, heck yeah, let's do this shit. I know. Absolutely. (laughs) I had been thinking about it for a while and I think I posted something about it on Instagram and you reached out and you're like, if you ever do start a podcast, you better do it with me. And I was like, oh my God, we should. At this point, I think we had only met in real life once, but it just felt right. I think we both have kind of the same like mentality where we don't take life too seriously. We just want to have fun. Absolutely. Speaking of the first time we met, should we just dive on in? Let's do it because today is all about first impressions, embarrassing stories. We are going to share our first impressions or the first time we met each other as well as some other embarrassing stories. And then we have some real good stories from some of our listeners. Well, I guess they're not listeners yet, followers, but hopefully they're listening now. Yes. Here's how the story goes. I invited myself to Annalise's mastermind, got there in good spirits, but I, so I went with my friend Christy and we just got horribly lost in the rain. It was pouring down rain. So by the time I walked in, I was looking like a drowned rat. Like I was not cute. (laughs) That cute little old man bartender was serving up some delicious Moscow mules and they were going down like juice. I went straight into (laughs) Becca Hilby was walking by with Amber and I just straight up knocked the drink out of her hand and like it spilled all over her. I never knew this. Nope. Never knew this. Lord. I don't even know what came over me. I was just like, oh, this will be fun. (laughs) I'm going to nudge Becca. And then she spilled it all over and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then later that night we went out, hit the bar scene, all of us. And the PBR just happened to be in town. And I was flicking hats off the PBR riders, like calling them pussies. 
<laughs> I had a, a few too many Moscow mules flicking their hats off. Like, that's their sacred cowboy hat. Like, what the yeah, hell was I thinking? Don't mess with a man's hat. Yeah, you don't mess with the hat, the cowboy hat. And then the next morning, like, I got into my friend Christy's car. She had to drive us both. She had to drive my car home because I was so, feeling so sick. And I told her, I was like, straight up, these girls are never going to talk to me again. <laughs> And I was like, I am so sorry you had to be associated with me. So sorry. But then a short time after that, you had messaged me and was like, hey, do you want to go to the spa together? <laughs> I was like, okay, she's my people. Mm -hmm. That's what's so funny, I think, about first impressions or just making new friends in general is you get this idea in your head of like what you think other people are thinking. But you really have no idea because, like, I thought you were a blast. I really saw all the shenanigans you did at that mastermind event. And I was like, I absolutely want to surround myself with this person. I want to see her again. Love that. So that yeah. actually reminds me, this is kind of off topic. But when I met my husband, I thought the same exact thing. Like, oh, my God, he's never going to want to talk to me again. Like, I was such a shit show. But then he was like, yep, she's for me. I'm going to marry that woman. <laughs> right? You just, so yeah, you just goes know. to show. Mm -hmm. You never know the, what someone's thinking. The best thing you can do is just, you know, be your, be your crazy ass self. I guess it is now my turn to share my embarrassing story. Please do. Uh, this heard is this ahead of time, so I'm no. excited. <laughs> I honestly have not even told, like, I just told my sisters and my husband this story for the first time this last year because it is so embarrassing. I was so mortified. Let's set the scene. It takes place in, must have been 2006. I am a bright-eyed, young, and bushy-tailed 17-year-old. I just graduated high school, and I am off to attend the University of Wisconsin River Falls. It's spring, I think, and I'm going for orientation. Uh, so my mom brings me. I'm like thinking my shit is hot. I've got these cute, like super light linen capris on, and then this chocolate brown halter tank top and some wedges. And I'm just like off to find myself some farm boys, right? Like college, watch out. Here I come. So my mom's like waiting in the cafeteria or the mess hall. And I go on my tour and do all the things and I'm just acting as confident as can be. And then we get all done and I go back to my mom and she's like, oh my God, Annalise, take my sweatshirt, wrap it around your waist. I had gotten my period. Oh, and no. These thin, oh, no. thin pants, they were showing it all. I'm damn. so impressed with myself that I still attended that university and still went and acted like oh. my shit didn't stink. <laughs> that was like your very first college experience, and it was a period stain. <laughs> like, does it get any worse than periods? Periods are the worst. Oh, man. Why are they still so embarrassing, even though every woman goes through it? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Everybody does it. And I just right. wish. I wish we didn't. Right. It's terrible. I am so sorry. So that is really my, my, like, my most embarrassing story. I know you've got a couple more. I wish I had more. Like, I don't know if I just, I know I do embarrassing things, but I must just block them out from trauma. I don't know. <laughs> I, I totally get that. It kind of took me a while to unravel all the embarrassing stories. I really had to think on it for a while. I was not always a country girl. Like I have lots of city friends, 
So their first impression of me um, being a rancher and right when I was just brand new to this, my husband, Aaron, like he's a, he's been farming since he could walk, but I, I was brand new in 2019. So I remember we had just started our herd of longhorns. All my city friends were gathered around the gate and we wanted to show them off. We had them pretty well trained to like cattle cubes, which is like puppy treats for cattle. They just taste good. They love them. They're obsessed. So usually we would just like shake the bucket of cubes and they would all just come running. And I wanted them to experience that. And you could feed like hand feed them treats and it's just fun. Yeah. But they weren't coming in. I was shaking my bucket. No one's coming. So it's like, you know what? I'll just walk out to the pasture a little bit, shake my bucket some more. And our pasture is kind of long and narrow, and then it turns off to the left. It sounds like I'm describing a penis. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. Okay, the pasture curves off to the left. And so I just like, I rounded the... Sorry, I don't know. What penis compare everything that like veers off to the left? I've been in healthcare for 10 years, Annalise. Okay, okay. So probably a lot of weird penis exposure. Okay, proceed with your pasture. (laughs) Scarred. I'm scarred. I round the corner of the pasture and I am met face to face with just like my alpha cow and she's already starting to run at me. And then we have this moment where I pause, the entire herd pauses and stares at me and just they just take off running. And I'm like, (laughs) I just created a stampede. And so I'm like, running in my husband's like oversized giant boots and I've got treats flinging everywhere. <laughs> like I had just like had a baby like a year before. I was so out of shape still. Did you pee So I'm just like probably yeah <laughs> out of fear and trying to run. So I'm like just running for my life. There's barbed wire all around. So I'm like okay I don't really feel like diving under that and getting split open. So I just have to run it out. And I finally make it to the gate where all my friends are standing. And I'm just like sweating profusely. And they're like, wow, they were really coming in hot there. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I almost lost my life, guys. And I wouldn't say this is too much of an embarrassing story, but just like a funny story I look back on. Well, right. Especially when it's like your first time showing your city friends, your new life. Like, look at me. I'm this hot girl. I know what I'm doing. And then it's like, oh, snap. I nearly unalived myself. (laughs) Oh, first impressions are tough. Just tough. They really are. I'm not good at them as we are learning. Do you feel like, though, because I don't know if you get into the Enneagram. I'm an Enneagram three. Do you feel like when you're meeting new people, are you always your true, authentic self? Because sometimes I feel like I get nervous and I pick up on vibes and personalities of who I'm around and kind of morph myself into I that. totally, yes. Like, I totally do that as well. Yeah. Is it like a people pleaser thing, too? I know, like, I've gotten deep into the Enneagram a little bit 
And I know that's an Enneagram 3 trait, but it kind of bugs me. And it's something I've really tried to work on in the new year is because I just really do want to be myself all the time, as we all should. I think you just like want to relate to everyone around you. Like, I don't think it's a negative thing. Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah, you do want to relate. And And you just, you know, match their vibe. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, making friends, it's so hard, especially as you get older. Like, oh, to be a kid and just make a friend. Like, hey, we both like Barbies. Now we're besties. Yeah. It doesn't work like that anymore. Yes. My kids come home and they're like, I need a best friend today. I'm like, what's her name? They're like, I don't know yet. Right? It's like, gosh, I wish I could just walk up to someone and be like, you're my best friend now. I wish it was that easy. I was actually talking with someone not too long ago just about how, because I'm like super close with my sisters. I would say they're my best friends and they live two hours away from me. So making good, genuine friends, because I have a lot of acquaintances, but people who I can just get like down and dirty and deep with are few and far in between. And I was telling this person that and she was kind of in the same situation of trying to make new friends. And she said she just kind of cut through the bullshit and was like asked a straight up question like, what are you struggling with right now? Just took it deep, which is a little nerve wracking because I don't want people to be like, damn, girl, back back off. (laughs) But it kind of makes sense. Like, right? just cut through the bullshit and ask the real questions and build real friendship. Yeah, I love that. I know. I, I'm not one for, like, small chat, meaningless conversations. Just, like, get straight to it. Yeah. Let's just have a good time. And I think that's what this podcast is hopefully going to be. We want to have a good time. We want to cut through the bullshit. We want to tell you the real, the raw, the dirty. That's why we're sharing our embarrassing stories. That's why we're going to share some other embarrassing stories with you. That's also how I deal with tough stuff, too, is with humor. I am going to be the first one to make a joke probably too soon. Like when it is inappropriate and it's not time. (laughs) Too soon. Too soon. It's going to be me because that's just how, like, I cope. Yeah. I totally get it. They say laughter is the best medicine. It's 100% true. For sure. Should we read some other embarrassing stories? Guys, if you were out there thinking you were the only one having trouble making friends, screwing up first impressions, oh, you are not alone. Not alone. You've heard our stories and we've got some doozies to share with you. This is from one of my dear followers. So I was dating this guy and he took me to a hockey game where we indulged in a few wobbly pops, which is beers, apparently. It's a Canadian thing. And afterwards, headed back to his place. It was really cold outside. I live in Canada. And we decided to be a little scandalous and warm up in the shower. I climbed in first. And while I waited for him, I started to feel a little lightheaded, thinking it was just the booze. I didn't think anything of it. Then when I was joined by my newly boyfriend, and within seconds, I blacked out on him. Next thing you know, I'm waking up to him standing over top of me, buck-ass naked, with a terrified look on his face while I have a shower curtain wrapped around me as I lay on the bathroom floor. I then realized in my drunken state what had happened, and I apologized and got my things together as fast as I could to leave out of embarrassment. Even though he kept saying, it's okay, you don't have to go. I couldn't imagine staying any longer and save myself some pride as I was leaving his place. Ooh, that's rough. That's rough. Naked and passed out, unconscious on the floor. (laughs) Like, that is the most vulnerable you can be. Like, you've seen those memes about, like, somebody breaking into your home when you're in the shower. Like, that is my worst nightmare. How do you defend yourself when you are naked? How do you help yourself when you are naked? I know. Like, I feel for her because I used to randomly pass out 
I was like a pass out type of gal. I used to faint all the time. And it was mostly just after I like would have the flu or like be sick. Mm -hmm. And I still do. Oh, snap. Is this not normal? No, I I do not love this for you. (laughs) (laughs) If my electrolyte, I don't know if it's electrolytes, you know, after being sick, but I pass out. Mm. I'm not feeling good. So I feel for her. That's it's really embarrassing waking up and like everyone's around you like yeah okay <laughs> especially when that person is buck at naked you're looking up right. I can't imagine the sights she was a seeing what is easy <laughs> to wake up to yup that's a rough one God I really hope we have the right audience here we're about to find out <laughs> yeah no kidding okay this one. It's about me. So Aaron and I moved into our farmhouse and the house was rough. We had lots of remodeling to do. The first project we did, we redid our master bathroom. He had the plumber over. He was like, court, um, shutting off the water. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, in the past, I'm shutting off the water means like you get one flush, right? Like. Yeah. The one flush rule. Everybody yeah. knows the one flush rule. Everyone knows. And it's just the bowl won't fill back up with water. Who cares? Uh, it was in the morning, of course. Like, I just finished my morning coffee. So I had to take my morning shit. Right. Things and <laughs> Right. The coffee runs right through me. So I flushed the toilet and I heard, like, this shriek. And I was like, oh, God, what was that? Like a human shriek? Yes. Oh, no. Like... My husband was downstairs with the plumber at that time, and I heard them shriek. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I hope that wasn't me. But no one said anything. I didn't hear anything else. So all was good. Like, they finished up their work. The plumber left, and Aaron, like, ran up the steps, opened the door, and was like, Courtney. (laughs) His face was, like, pale, like he had seen a ghost. And he looks at me, and he's like, you flushed the toilet. And I was like, yeah, one flush rule. he's like we had just cut the pipe before that oh and when you flushed your turd fell out of the pipe and like rolled across the floor in front of the plumber and he's just like totally mortified he's like we didn't acknowledge it like i grabbed a rag and i picked it up and i threw it in the trash get up what a sweetie and i was just dying at this point because this was not really embarrassing for me it was embarrassing for aaron like i thought it was hilarious i mean did you even do you show your face after that or the whole time you are just locked in your room because i would well not. i still see him so the reason i thought of this story is because we called the same plumber <laughs> back to our house because this last week we were just uh redoing our upstairs shower and he's like our age which makes it like even more mortifying for some reason but yeah i see him he's like our plumber guy we call him all the time and (laughs) the question is what does he call you do you have some sort of poop nickname are we making jokes about this are we acting like it never happened we're acting like it never happened which makes it even worse in my mind if he would have just acknowledged it we could laugh about it but right like oh like all i think about when i see him now like he could have just been like oh looks like you had corn last night Like just something you gotta break the ice. You gotta. You break got the ice. to uh, like don't don't not say anything. I can't believe you're not embarrassed. I would be very embarrassed. 
I'm more embarrassed that he won't laugh about it with me. Yes. <laughs> I agree. And I love that it embarrassed the shit out of my husband. Like I just live for that. And he picked it up for you. I mean, wow, what a I love how, I love how he just like totally panicked and just reached for a <laughs> rag yeah. and like threw it out. Like it never happened. I'm Bless just going to grab heart. that turd. Just grab that turd <laughs> real quick. Here is a story for you. Have you ever been at an event where the space was so full that you couldn't move? Like barely lift an arm. Catfish Days Beer Tent, 1996. I'll have you know, um, Catfish Days, this is near me. So this person submitted anonymously, but I'm guessing it is someone from my neck of the woods. So anyways, okay. back when the tent used to be so full that you were better off volunteering to serve the beer so you had a little breathing room and knew that eventually everyone would come to you. We weren't bartending that night. We were smashed in the crowd in every sense of the word. My boyfriend chewed tobacco back then, and unless sleeping, he always had a packed lip. I was excited to run into a friend and just introduced her to this great guy of mine. Moments later, I could sense panic. My boyfriend was looking around frantically with nowhere to go, a beer in each hand. He looked straight at me with wide eyes and sneezed. A full out, straight at me, mouth full of tobacco sneeze. Like what the fuck oh, no. just happened? My face was peppered with snooze. My entire face, my hair, and quite possibly whoever was behind me. Just as stunned as I was, my friend looked at both of us as if spiders had started crawling out of our eyeballs. She was horrified but only for a few seconds. All at once, we busted out laughing. I mean, what else could we really do? What happened after that isn't really clear in my mind. I can only assume that we found the nearest bathroom so I could clean up and get back to fun. Believe it or not, I married that guy the following year, and almost 28 years later, we still talk about this and laugh. Aw, that that's is a what sweet we, love yeah. story. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of us can relate to this story. You don't hear yeah, city so folks getting drunk at a thing <laughs> called catfish days and having their significant other sneeze chewing tobacco all over them i mean what else can you do besides just laugh after that i'm guessing like she i don't know she has no reason to be embarrassed and if we're being honest i feel like guys hardly get embarrassed i shouldn't say that tom gets pretty embarrassed aaron gets embarrassed yeah, yeah. just like with my actions though <laughs> it doesn't, <laughs> I don't, he doesn't really do embarrassing things like, if you asked him for an embarrassing story, he would tell that poop story. That's it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't do embarrassing stuff. Yeah, Tom's the same way. Tom's dad actually gave me a very good piece of advice. I was at the farm one day, and I don't even remember what I did. It was something really stupid. And I walked into the office, and Tom and his dad were sitting there. And I was like, oh, my God, you're not going to believe what dumbass thing I just did. And I told them all about it. And Tom's dad goes, Annalise. We all do stupid shit from time to time, but just don't tell anybody about it. Like, <laughs> Some people just keep that shit to themselves. and Yeah. And those just... are the people who seem to have it all figured out. But this is a friendly reminder. Nobody has it all figured out. Everybody's doing exactly. stupid shit. Just not everybody's yes. talking about it. Right. Not a, They just don't want to admit it. That's all. Mm -hmm. But we all be stupid. Oh, should I tell the farm visitor story? So... Like I said before, we started our herd of longhorns in 2019. That's the day that I started the Instagram page. I think we've probably been doing this for almost a year at that point when we had to sell a few cows. 
They just, we didn't want them for our breeding program. So we had a really nice couple come down from, I think, Chicago, and they were going to buy these two cows from us. And so we kind of took them around our pasture, gave them a little tour. I don't even know how this came up, but the wife... I don't even know what question she asked, but I told her that all cows pee out of their navel. Oh, no. I don't even, like, what? What did the you... actual fuck, Courtney? Like, what? Did you actually, like, that's actually what you thought at that time? Yes. <laughs> Poor, sweet Courtney. I just lost all credibility no. with all of our listeners. They just turned us off right there. <laughs> No, this is another perfect example that nobody knows everything. Nobody's got it all figured out. And that no matter what your role is in agriculture, where you are at, whether you've been doing this for years, whether you're just starting, your voice matters, what you do matters, and you're going to figure it out along the way. And if you can laugh about it, it just makes it like it's just about enjoying the journey and just laugh about it. Right. And so many of us have probably done similar stupid things. By you sharing this while well, you're just moving mountains, lady, making us all feel more comfortable. <laughs> I'm so glad that my embarrassing stupidity just helps other people feel better about themselves, you know? Exactly. All right, here's another one for you. This gal worked downtown in Omaha, Nebraska for 18 years. During her lunch hour, she would walk a mile and a half in her dress uh, or skirt and tennis shoes. One day, she was fast walking and saw a guy coming up quickly, which made her nervous, and so she picked up the pace even more. About five blocks in, he finally caught up to her and told her that her dress was tucked into her pantyhose the whole time. She had flashed her cute little butt all the way. She says, dear sweet baby Jesus, I didn't walk again for three weeks. Yep, that was me. Well, at least yep. she had a cute butt. Yeah, right? She was I mean, 18 years ago, young, in her prime. Have you ever done cute. that, though? That's a cute story. Have I showed my ass? I don't think I've ever tucked my skirt into my undies or anything like that. But I did once walk out of the bathroom with toilet paper on my shoe. It was actually in Nashville. And this is just a great story of girl power. I had no idea that this toilet paper was hanging on my shoe and I'm dancing, getting drinks. And another gal comes up to me and whispers quietly in my ear and says, you have toilet paper on your shoe. And I was like, oh, bless your heart for just letting me know because yes. everyone else would have just let me run around yeah. like an idiot with toilet paper yeah. on my shoe. I think sometimes women can be really great. Yeah, they can. Like that actually happened to my roommate in college. She came out of the bathroom and like it was a huge party and mm -hmm. she had it trailing behind her. Some other bitches were laughing and like pointing. Oh, it wasn't stuck to her foot. It was hanging out of the back of her pants. Ah, like a long tail. Yeah. <laughs> it was worse. So I like ripped it out and on the ground and I didn't even tell her. Yeah. I was just like, she doesn't spare, need to know this. No, spare, <laughs> spare her the pain. But how rude of yes. those other broads to just... I know. I was like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, help a girl out. When I, I was a guest... On my very first podcast, it was with Shark Farmer. Do you mm -hmm. know him? I do. Everyone knows him. He's like a yeah. big deal. He is. Um, he is. I was so flattered that he asked me to be on his podcast. And I was so brand new to like everything. This was years ago. I just bombed it. Like I failed. <laughs> hmm. 
miserably. Like there were awkward pauses. I blame the pandemic because like it was, I think it was during our like shutdown and I hadn't, I was home with two small children. I hadn't had like an adult conversation in a really long time. It was just awkward. (laughs) I honestly don't even know. Shark Farmer, I think his name is Rob. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Rob Sharkey and his wife. Awesome. They were very sweet and they were great. I still to this day have not listened to that episode because I'm afraid to. Oh, everything's scary and terrible the first time. Much like probably this episode of podcast. Yeah. It can only go up. <laughs> it can only it can only go uphill up from, from here. here. Exactly. Uphill from here. It just shows you that we're all human. Do things that scare you. That's like my motto now. Yes. I know we're gonna get into social media and all that stuff in a different episode, but something I've been telling everybody, because I'll get the question from time to time, like, how did you get started? How did you monetize this and that? And honestly, just get started. Do scary shit. Get uncomfortable because that's how you learn. That's how you grow. And that's like how I got where I am here today. Like I, right. 11-ish years ago, started sharing online. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I just started and you learn as you go you figure stuff out you screw up you learn from that and it all grows upon itself and so i'm excited to dive into social media a little bit more but yeah i'm glad we jumped on today broke down first impressions gave you guys a taste of what you're gonna get that's all the embarrassing stuff i can think of today to share you got anything else corny i could just keep going for years (laughs) you're gonna have to (laughs) cut me off at some point like (laughs) Maybe there'll be a part two embarrassing stories. Yes. With that, I guess I'll see you. Bye, friend. Bye. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us today. If you had as much fun as we did, would you do us a favor and share this episode with a friend? Speaking of friends, can we all be friends over on the Instagram? You can find me at at Mod Farm Chick. And me at Mrs. Green Pastures Cattle. See you next week, guys.